Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Podcast Accelerator, the thrice weekly show that brings you podcast education, industry insights, and straight talking reactions to podcasting news. I am your host, Mark Asquith, the British podcast guy and CEO and co-founder here at Rebel Base Media, the British podcast tech company that creates the Podcast Success Academy, podcast websites, productivity, Rebel Base Studios, and Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, where you can get your first month of podcast hosting for just $1 and transfer an existing podcast in completely for free. And it's where I host my entire network of shows, all eight shows that I produce, all on Captivate.fm. So please go and check it out. Now, today on the show, I'm going to kind of continue the thread on podcast rebranding, but I'm going to give you some honest advice on podcast cover art. And you can use this if you're rebranding, and you can use it if you're just starting as well. It is not exclusive to a rebranded podcast. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that my favorite email marketing company, Brandon, Chris, and the team over at Aweber are still offering you the chance to try their platform for 90 days completely for free. Now, a 90-day free trial, it's not a common thing, all right? You have to have some confidence that you can help people really specifically and in a really positive manner in order to want to give 90 days away for free. Most people want to get you in really early and get that credit card inform file. Aweber, they're not doing that, all right? They want you to benefit from the platform and then to decide, is this right for me? Now, email marketing for podcasters is huge. It's still the best way to connect with your listeners, regardless of what you might think. It is proven to be the best way. Just look at any big podcaster that you know. Their calls to action will more than likely be their email list. So please, if you're a podcaster and you're not building an email list that is full of highly engaged listeners, please, please, please go and check out Aweber at markasquith.com forward slash Aweber. Now, we last night we held our inaugural Podcast Rebellion podcaster meetup right here at Rebel Base Media in Sheffield. It was full of about 40 podcasters. We had a live podcast recording. And as I was kind of doing the rounds in the room, Obviously, I'm getting asked questions. I'm getting asked questions about podcasting, the best way to do this, opinions on that, you know, what's the future of podcasting look like? But there was one question that came up a couple of times, which was around, how do you make podcast cover art that stands out? How do you make podcast cover art that stands out? And this was from 
new podcasters, and it was from veteran podcasters. But here's the deal. Podcast cover art is easy, right? Mm, well, not quite. I kind of wish it was. There are plenty of things to consider when putting your branded, and this is the point, your branded podcast cover art together, including brand continuity across potential networks. And a big one is the clickability of your show based on how it looks. Because here's the deal. We choose podcasts based on friend recommendations. We choose choose podcasts based on just how people talk about them. But the biggest factor when we're scrolling through the directories is that we choose podcasts, ironically, based on how they look, not on how they sound. Of course, we have to do. And what we see so much here at Rebel Base Media, I mean, we work with thousands of podcasters. In our academy, we've got thousands and thousands of podcasters on Captivate, thousands of podcasters, podcast websites, thousands of people using our services. And very often what happens is that someone will come to us and say, through our design studio, guys, can you create me some cover art? So we get a little bit of a brief and the first thing that they want on there is themselves. Yep, they want themselves on there. That's all right if you're Ashton Kutcher. That's all right if you're Tim Ferriss. That is all right if you're David Tennant. It's all right if you're Anna Faris or Shaq. I'm not. I'm Mark Asquith. And I made this mistake in the past myself. I put myself on my seven-minute mentor cover art. Did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because the point is, personal branding, if this is how you are kind of looking at podcasting and through through the lens of personal branding, personal branding is not about just putting your face and everything. It's about having your voice and your unique brand experience that you give to people. Now, mine is straight talking. It's bold. It's honest. It's open. It's transparent. It's really kind of a little bit edgy. I was talking to Ed Ryan yesterday, the podcast business journal editor, and I'm going to do a piece for their print magazine. And I said to Ed, what kind of thing do you want? He said, Mark, I want edgy. I want futurist. I want what is the industry looking like over the next five to 10 years? And I want it in your unique, straight talking, edgy voice, because that's what people expect from you. So my personal brand is not sticking my face on everything. And actually, a good friend of mine, Mr. Michael O'Neill, who runs Solopreneur Hour, is a great, great friend of mine and a wildly talented person, really, really talented man. He, I think he dug up some research a while ago that says, actually, click-through rates on podcast cover art that have photographs of people on are far less than those that don't. And I understand that because, listen, here's the deal, right? If you are browsing Netflix and you see, I don't know, you see Kit Harrington, you see Bruce Willis, you see Schwarzenegger, you see Stallone, I'm showing my age, you see, I don't know, Robert Pattinson has just been announced as the new Batman. Maybe you see him on the front of a cover. If you see them on a cover for something on Netflix, you're likely to have a look. If you see Ricky Gervais on the cover of something, you're likely to have a look because you know that person. And if you like that person, you're going to click through. But if you saw a, a, a film that was a fantastic film. It was a really well put together film, but it had stars in it that you didn't know. They were the front and center of the poster. You would be far less likely to click on it because you don't know who these people are. All right? You don't know who these people are. So instead, what do they do? They really nicely design. They really nicely design a cover. The same with albums. If you think about old LPs and CDs and all the kind of good stuff that we used to walk into stores and buy. 
unless it's a big band that you know, you two, a Bon Jovi or a band that you are specifically looking for, a Metallica, whatever, it's rare that you'll see the band on the cover. Because to put yourself on the cover means that someone has to be looking for you. It's very often not the case, unless you're a huge brand already, that someone is going to be doing that. Instead, you design something nice. You design something that catches the eye. You design something that people want to become curious about and have a little dip into. And it's the same for your podcast cover art, all right? It's not about sticking yourself on there. You need to design something that will stand out at 50 pixels wide. Even though your cover art is 3,000 by 3,000 pixels square, they are displayed in the podcast apps at what, 50 pixels wide, 100 pixels wide, 200 pixels wide maximum? It's barely anything. It's half an inch. So if you look at my cover art, if you do a search now for my rebranded cover art, do a search for me in any podcast app, Mark Asquith or Rebel Base Media, do a search for me. Look at what I've done. It's big, it's bold, it's brassy, it's my personality, it's edgy, it is me all over. But it is consistent. Everything, all of the shows that I do stand out in my own unique manner. They all look like me. Even Spark of Rebellion, the Star Wars show that I do with Gaz every week that I adore doing, it stands out, all right? So, your podcast cover art shouldn't just be you, the Mark Asquith show. Honestly, I'm really, really sorry, but unless you're a personality already, no one gives a about you being on the cover. No one cares about it being called the Mark Asquith show. They really, really don't, because what the hell is Mark talking about? You can't do that, all right? You can't do that. That is not going to work unless you have a big audience already that is looking for you, all right? Get people enticed through the content, and part of that content is your Cover art, all right? It's just as important, if not more important, than your intro and your outro and your content plan, all right? It's vital. It's often, more often than not, the first experience that someone has with your podcast, all right? Unless they're coming through a shareable or, a, um, you know, some kind of uh, audiogram or whatever, your cover art is often the first thing that you see. Think about it as the homepage, the kind of homepage style thing for your podcast where the homepage, you know, everyone says, well, your website is the front, uh, the, you know, the shop front, the window for your business. Well, this is the same thing. It's the homepage. It's the front page. It's your shop window for your podcast. All right. So a couple of quick tips. Don't put yourself on there. Please don't. I know it's, I know it's, I know, I'm sorry. I know you want to, but just take yourself off there. Do something big and bold and brassy that stands out. Don't put too much text on there. No one can read it at that size. No one can read it. So do something big and bold and simple, all right? High class design, high quality. You you are promising someone a really good audio experience. So if the visual experience they get from day one and the first time they see your podcast is terrible, what does that make you look like? What do they think your audio is going to be like? You see my point? So... Don't put yourself on there. Big, bold, brassy. Continuity if you've got more than one podcast. Be be the same brand experience across all of your podcasts, all right? And then make sure that it looks good at a very small size. 100 pixels, 50 pixels, 300 pixels, 1,000 pixels, 3,000. It's got to look great at all sizes, okay? And then test it with people test it with people. I'm not a fan of design by committee where you say which one of these three is the best. I'm not a huge fan of that. I believe that 
brands do better when they forge their own path, but user research does work. All right. So once you've dialed your brand in, by all means, ask people which of these two or three variants work. All right. Now, if you are looking for a little bit of cover art, go and check out podcastdesign.studio. That's our podcast design arm. It's part of the podcast website's brand. It's a bit of an offshoot of that. We do design for so many podcasts. It's not the main thing that we push out there. It's rare that we promote this because it's almost a complimentary thing to podcast websites, but it does exist. It does fantastic cover art designs. And if you just drop James a line through the contact form on there, tell him that you've listened to this episode eight of the Podcast Accelerator. He's going to sort you out with a discount on your podcast cover art. All right. So go and check it out, podcastdesign.studio. And Thank you so very much for joining me here on the Podcast Accelerator. Remember to tell all of your podcasting friends that the show is available to listen to absolutely for free in any app that supports podcasts. And if you're wondering, Michael, what's the best next step to take in my podcast? Well, it doesn't matter whether you're a new or a veteran podcaster. I would urge you to go and take our short five-minute quiz where I'm going to help you to diagnose which one of the three or four major stoppers in podcasting is stopping you. And I'm going to give you the solution to that, okay? And I'm not only just going to give you that, I'm going to give you access to our free Vibrant Podcast Rebellion community, our weekly free group coaching from me and the team here, some actionable and insider-only emails, and even a free invitation to the Podcast Success Academy. So please go ahead and invest five minutes now to grow your podcast by heading over to rebelbasemedia.io forward slash grow. And until next time, thank you so very much for joining me. And never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.